Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Can I get somebody who understands the new thing that God is doing in your life? The new thing is the healing in my body. Come on. The new thing is the peace in my mind. The new thing is finances finding me. That's the new thing that God is doing in my life. Not the new normal, it's the new thing. And so remembering who he is and what he has done for us has always been important in fueling us forward amidst current dilemmas and hard seasons and battles that we face. We are the church. Tell somebody, I am the church. Come on. And God is doing a new thing in my life. Come on. It's not the new normal. The Bible says the gates of hell cannot stop the church. God is doing a new thing, a new thing. He's doing a new thing in my life. And every time you say that, what are you telling your children? You're telling your kids, he's doing a new thing. You're telling your boss, he's doing a new thing. I'm remembering who he is. He's fueling us forward. And what's that new thing? Someone say, what's that new thing? It's Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. It's the second Adam. Come on, somebody. It's the, it's the last Adam. It says the new thing that I'm doing because the first Adam said it's a new normal. Come on. The last Adam said it's a new thing. Behold. Come on. The word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld this glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth. So with those two things, here is the four things I want you to understand. The first point is this, quickly. Number one is this. Now you understand Happy New Year. Now it's not just about the ball dropping in New York City. Come on, somebody. You now understand Happy New Year. And what is that? It's your attitude and your approach to God's new thing that he has declared and that he's doing in your life. So when someone says Happy New Year, what you're telling them is that my attitude and how I'm approaching this calendar of man is I'm approaching it by declaring God is doing a new thing in my life and I'm going to declare it. Oh, that's so awesome. That's so powerful. That's so amazing. Come on, because what you want to let them know is this. I'm going to start speaking God's word. I'm going to speak God's word. I'm going to speak God's word. How did God create? He spoke his word. So therefore, we are to speak his word as well. So when you tell somebody, Happy New Year. Come on, say with me. Happy New Year. There is something that electrifies you. There is something in your spirit that gives you a sense of all things are possible with God. Why? Because my attitude and my approach is that, is that there are three things to see a new year, but I'll leave that for sake of time. There are three things that goes with that. If you want, I can give it to you later. The second thing is this, what we must do in 2022, because you're doing a new thing is we must now demonstrate a new life in Christ. No more hiding. No more being a coward because you read Revelation 21. If you read it more, it says no cowards are going to be in, this, in, in, in heaven. That's Bible. That's not me. That's Bible. So stop hiding your light. Come on, let your light shine. Let people know what you're believing God for. Let people know that you still believe in a God who saves and a God who heals. Your new life in Christ. You have a new heart according to Ecclesiastic. 36, excuse me, Ezekiel 36, 26. 
You have a new heart. So therefore, form new habits of the heart. See, when you have a new life in Christ, what you're doing, you're saying this, I have a new heart, and so therefore I have new habits of the heart according to Hebrews chapter 10. So what's the new habit of your heart? My confession. What is the new habit of your heart? Is I now have a promise that God will remain faithful in everything that I do. That is what you're doing when you're new life in Christ. How do you know somebody is saved? Well, in Second Corinthians, it says, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old have passed away. Behold, the new has come. What's the new Christ in you? The hope of glory. So when you tell people, I have a new life in Christ, what are we saying? You are saying this. I got a new heart. I got new habits of the heart. And here's the deal. I can no longer have the same old habits where I continue to sin deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth. So what we're telling people is this in 2022, you got to get rid of those old habits and you got to crucify your flesh. So no longer I'm going to hide the light. I'm also not going to hide the old sinful habits that are destroying my life. So number one, number one, happy new year. Number two, New life in Christ. Number three, new every morning. His mercies are new every morning. Oh, God, when I think about all that God is doing, when I think about all that God is doing, his mercy are new every morning. Had a friend that um, was really, really ill at the hospital. And so our prayer team and the men that we prayed, we just prayed and we interceded and we prayed. And I kept saying to God, God, what are you saying to him in the hospital room? What are you speaking to him in this situation that he's in? And here is ministries taking place. Nurses are coming in and he's preaching the gospel to them. Come on. Telling them how good God is. And God healed him and he's recovering and God's doing a great thing in his life. But what I want to tell you is every time I was praying, I kept saying, God, have mercy on his soul. God, have mercy. And so Lamentations 3, 21 to 23, this has been Magon in our text for 28 years. It says, but when I call to mind, Lamentations 3, 21 to 23, when I call to mind and therefore I have hope, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new what? They are new when? Every morning. Great is his faithfulness. You see, we must understand that our hopes and our capacity, they can exhaust themselves, but the mercy of God never comes to an end. His new mercies every morning is for ministries. New mercies for every morning is for your mind. His mercy for every morning is for your money. His mercies are new every morning for your marriage. His mercy is new every morning. God is doing a new thing, TGP. And it's new every morning. But I did all that to get to my final point. This is where we need to be as we enter 2022. And then we're going to worship the Lord and we're going to believe God that he's healed us and we're going to rejoice. And we're going to magnify him. But we're going to say, thank you, Jesus. This is where we are. It's first and foremost, let's review. Number one, we have to understand this. It's a happy new year. 
What is your attitude and your approach right now about the things of God? When you look at the world, what are you saying? What are you thinking? What is your attitude and your approach about what God is doing, the new thing he's doing in your life? Here's the question. Will you allow God to do a new thing in your life? Will you allow God to reveal Jesus Christ in a greater dimension that you ever received him before? Will you get out of your comfort zone and say, God, I need for you to do a new thing. I need to make Jesus be Lord of my life. Not just Savior. He needs to be the Lord of my life. That's the, oh my God, that's for somebody right there. Someone right there, you're shifting from just seeing him as Savior. You're moving now to where he's the Lord of your life. Father, I thank you for that individual. I thank you for that individual that has recognized that that is where they need to be. They need to have an attitude and approach of your lordship. Thank you for that. The new life in Christ. When did you get saved? Do you remember when you gave your heart to Jesus? Do you still have the same passion that you once had when you had your life in Christ? Has the passion died out? Has drama Has discouragement, has depression, has it hindered your new life in Christ? If you are still excited about Jesus, why don't you tell your neighbor by clapping your hands, shouting unto God. Come on, your new life in Christ. Come on, give him some praise. Give him some glory. It's my life in Jesus Christ. I once was lost, but now I'm found. God is doing a new thing in my life. In 2022, when you encounter people, they will walk away saying that person has spent time with Jesus. Can you believe that? That when they leave your presence, God's presence was so thick that they have to wonder what in the world just happened. It's your new life in Christ. We got to break old habits. It's hindering us from declaring God's purpose for our lives. Stop sinning deliberately. Come on. You have a new life in Jesus Christ. And every morning when I wake up, I'm going to thank the Lord because it brings me to my last point, and this is it right here. It's a new reality. It's a new reality. Reading the word of God, you ought to get fresh revelation every morning. Because that's your new reality. God, how do you want me to walk today? I want to walk in the word. That's why the longest chapter, the longest book in the Bible is Psalms 119, and it's all about the word. So your new reality is this. New things. It is possible for God to speak over you new plans he has for you. With God, it is never a matter of wishing he has a good future for you. It is always a matter of knowing that out of his boundless love for you, He always has something new and fresh for you. There's the word again. And he longs to tell you about it. So worship team, this is where we're at. This is our new reality. God longs to tell us about the new thing he's doing. Come on. Come on. You think worship is just singing some songs. No, worship is getting you connected to the new reality. Can I teach us like I feel it? Come on, worship team. Come on, take the burden off of your hands, off of your mouth. This is a new reality that with God all things are possible. He's doing a fresh thing in my life. It's 2022. I refuse to bring the drama of 2021 into my future. Haters can still hate. Come on. But I'm going to still press into what God has for me. It's a new reality. My kids are safe. My finances are prosperous. Come on. It's a new reality. With God all things 
things are possible. Have your way, Jesus. Come on. If it's not pleasing to you, take it out of me. Come on, yes. Come on. Take it out of me. Take it out of me. Take the sin out of me. That hinders you, Jesus. It's a new reality. I'm healed. Come on, if you're healed. If you're healed, walk in your healing. Worship him. Come on, yes, Jesus. Come on, come on. Come on. Bible tells us that the new thing, Jesus said, I must go to Samaria. And he goes and a woman comes and she says that um, the Jews worship and it's coming neither in Jerusalem or in the mountain. But the new reality is that you will worship the Father in spirit and in truth for such that God is looking for. 
Why is it important for us to have a new reality? Because the enemy has one assignment, and that is to discredit the reality of God. His one assignment is not just to afflict you with sickness and slander and those things. No, no, no. His number one goal is to corrupt the character of God in your mind so you will go back to the new normal like Adam and Eve did. We can no longer live in the new normal. No matter what you hear on the, the, uh, the news, no matter what you're hearing, we have to get a mind that understands that God is doing a new thing and there's a new reality. And so we end with this. In Romans chapter 8, I want you to turn there. We're going to end with this because this is consistently what's been coming up in my heart and my spirit. And we see it in the book of Revelations 21. If you continue to read that chapter, you'll see that he gives some descriptions of behaviors, of sin that says they will die in the second death. And so he wants us to understand the reality of sin. Are you hearing me, church? The reality of sin is that if you sin deliberately, you will die separated from God and go to hell. That's the reality we're in. That's not to scare you. That's to wake you up to the new thing that God is offering. And so in Romans, he speaks about this new season. And I love what he says here because he continues on. And, and he says in verse 31, after giving the description of so many things that are happening, he goes and says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? See, the new reality is not to talk what we're against. It's to talk about who is for us. Come on. Because when we talk about who's for us, you know what we're against. Come on. We're for holiness. Come on. So we're against sin. Come on. We're for peace. So we're against chaos. That's the new reality. He says, he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for all, how will he not also with him? graciously give us what all things come on you got to see that he's the maker of all things he will give us what all things who shall bring any charge against God's elect it is God who justifies who is to condemn Christ Jesus is the one who died more than that he who was raised who is at the right hand of God who indeed is interceding for who for us who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall tribulation no. Or distress. No. Or persecution. No. Or COVID. Come on. No. Or famine. No. Or any political things. No. Here it is. Or nakedness. He goes right back to the garden again. Or danger or sword. He goes right back to where he said, put a sword in front of the... Come on, church. You got to see. Paul goes all the way back. All the way back to Genesis. To where it was a new normal. He comes and says, what can separate you from the new reality? Not nakedness. Come on. And not the sword that's blocking the tree of life. He says, no. I have moved that now you can access the tree of life. Why? Because it's the new reality. The devil was saying, God, how are you going to redeem him? You got a sword in front of life. But God says, Satan, let me tell you something. I am not like you. Come on. I am above and beyond. Come on, somebody. That there's no one else like me. And so God is saying, I'm doing a new thing to every demon. 
it to every devil. Come on. To every distraction, every discouragement. You got to tell that devil that's been nagging you in 2021. Here is the new reality. Get out of my life. Come on, somebody. Get out, Satan. Get out, devil. Get out of my life. This is 2022. And nakedness can't separate me from the love of God. Danger can't separate from the love of God. It's time you get out of your comfort zone. And we have to preach this gospel like it's supposed to be preached. Come on, somebody. We must be bold and have a backbone and a spine that declares the new reality of God's word. Christ is king and he is Lord. And he reigns supreme. He goes on. As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. And here's the last verse, and I end with this. In all these things, verse 37. Can we get that up there? In all these what? We are what? More than conquerors. Who what? Loves us. My goodness. These four areas are vital for 2022. That this is what God is doing when he says, behold, I make all things new. So right now, if you are still battling with the new normal, I want to pray for you. If you're battling with the new normal, you have accepted things that this is just how they're going to be. We're going to pray for you and we're going to end. Father, you're so kind. You're so good. You're so kind, you're so good. You're so kind, you're so good. Come on. If you're seeing your future bright, go ahead and worship him. If you're seeing, you're seeing it, you're seeing it, you're seeing your new reality, go ahead and worship him. Go ahead and worship him. I know there are people who got healed today, I know. So, Father, I thank you for those who got healed today. I thank you for that. I thank you for that. Thank you for those who got healed today. In the name of Jesus, we praise you, we magnify you, we glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. 